The Quote Goats Podcast. The Quote Goats Podcast. All right, all right. We back in the building. It's episode 20, Quote Goats Podcast. I go by the name of Tommy Guns. You know, it's your boy, New York Smitty, man. Um, Yeah, man, 20. Fucking crazy, man. We just been doing these shits back to back. I back to back. Every episode I say that, but it's so so quick, you know? Yeah, but it's a good thing, though. We rolling out here. Yeah. TikTok. Yeah, I'm disappointed in TikTok, Dis- man. I'm disappointed in TikTok. It's still looking good, but it looked like they could take that shit away from us at any sure. moment. Like I w- you saw me this morning. I woke up. I seen that shit. That shit scared me. That was the first. That, was, that shit traumatized yeah, it me. It hurt I, my heart when I seen yeah. that shit pop up. Account warning. Yeah, I was like, damn, bro, what we do? Then we went on the thing. <laughs> fucking kangaroo, bro. Fucking kangaroo video. Apparently, you can't show a kangaroo fucking knocking down an old man in the street on TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, not the king. I, I feel like out of all of our, like, you know, content, we have, like, worse things than that. Exactly. Than we talk about shit, people getting shit on and stuff. Yeah. But anyway, to introduce, <laughs> we got <laughs> a guest and a friend to the show in the room. Can you tell the people what your name is, where you come from, whatever you want to say? Yeah, of course. What a great way to introduce myself, first of all. Um, thanks for that. <laughs> well, uh, I'm, I'm giving you the opportunity <laughs> no, to introduce yeah, Just like what you said before and then anyways. Yeah, oh, you know, we uh, got to put you on the spot. I didn't want to go all into talking about people getting shit on well, before we, like, introduced you. <laughs> yeah. You're just kind of sitting in the middle of this, the poop conversation and stuff. Yeah, yeah that would be cool. Yeah, so my name is Sandra. I am from, well, I'm living in Firth, so okay. I'm from Germany, mm-hmm, born mm-hmm. in Germany. Yeah. Were you born in Firth? No, I was born in Passau. Passau, I've never heard of that. I've I heard of Passau. I only know Nuremberg, Berlin, Frankfurt, yeah. Munich, that's about it, in Firth. That's about all the cities you have to know, yeah. Germany, all the other ones. Yeah, I don't think Passau is like a famous no. place, but I've, din- I've done some gigs there before. But is it, it city? Mm-hmm. Like city like or village? I don't even like remember. Mm. The clubs probably I did was like some village shit. Mm-hmm. Them type of nights, them yeah. weird nights. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it weird? What's what's up with the village? Just the people, you know, they different. Yeah. You know? They it's like in different in a bad way or nah, not in a bad way, just <laughs> just <laughs> different. <laughs> but it was all it would always be interesting, you know. But anyway, yeah. But um you like like Germany because we've had other people on the show who like don't particularly like Germany. Yeah, too they kind of like disown it a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. You want me to be honest? Or of course, of course, this quote goes progress. <laughs> you gotta be honest. Gotta be honest. Like um, Smitty said, we keep it erect. I mean, I mean, I've I've been born and raised here, of course. So I kind of like play by the rules, as you may say here, um, but. I mean, I've been also into other countries, and I mean, you know, I lived in the States as well for yeah, a Yeah, you lived bit. in America. I don't know a lot about that, though. Like, where in America did you live? Um, In Cali, basically, most of the time. Yeah. How long were you there? Two and a half years. Two and a half years. Cali. That's yeah. Cali is, like, my favorite place. I've never America. been there. I've <laughs> always wanted to go. You got to go, bro. You know, so. But you was there, like, in a relationship, I know, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. 
That didn't. I don't know. I don't know how much about whatever you want to talk about. Uh, none <laughs> of that, because I don't think that needs any attention yeah, to yeah, be yeah. honest. But okay. yeah, it just didn't work out, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Um, I was like, the smartest thing to do is just to, you know, go back and be responsible and try to get back on my feet as quick as possible, and just like, you know, let it go. Okay, Not I got you. And yeah, and then I, I don't know. Basically, after. I've lived there. I kind of like realized the difference between, you know, Germany and mm-hmm. like there. Before that, it was like, I mean, I was in Germany my whole life, you know. Yeah. And for me, that was normal. But then when people started asking me how my day was and like they always wanted to know something from me, I'm like, what the, what the heck is going on? In the Why States, they would ask you this. Yeah. Yeah. You know how they do small talk all yeah, the time? Yeah. yeah. Small talk. And I'm like, for me, that was like, what? the hell are you asking so yeah that was kind of like different for me but you know after a while you get used to it and when you come back to germany it's kind of a little bit like a shock to be honest is it yeah. like is it a positive shock do you feel like it's like damn like there's some things that i took for granted in germany mm. or um i mean it has its pros and cons for sure like I would say, I mean, in Germany here, everything is really complicated. A lot of paperwork, but also for me, there was a lot of paperwork in the States, to, to be fair. Yeah, true. Um, so it's not really that easy. I mean, vacationing there is probably great, you know, how everybody sees it on TV. But living there, actually have it's to a, go for papers, do it's stuff. It's a whole other story living there. Yeah. Even now, like, I like yeah. visiting America, but I know I probably like wouldn't want to live there again after mm. living here. I mean, not, I mean, in a sense, it was kind of the same process for us being here. I think when you're in a different, when you go to a different country, it's definitely more because you you gotta adjust to the to the ways. Because I mean, I felt like that kind of when I moved out here and I oh, of course, fully yeah. was you know trying to integrate is that yeah, the word? Yeah, into yeah. the in, you know into the German system, and it was kind of it was kind of uh, annoying to like you know do everything strictly by the books because you know in germany like the paperwork gotta the be paperwork right. gotta be right they if it's you gotta not be signed, on time <laughs> <Yeah>. exactly <laughs> if you if the thing's not signed it's like no you didn't sign there you gotta reschedule another appointment. yeah you gotta get a whole another appointment and come in here yeah. and sit down in this fucking dirty ass office i hate going to they're these. so mean bro. they so mean if you don't and they if they speak like some other dialect of german that's really hard to understand and like they expect you to like speak perfect German. They don't. They don't accept no English. Yeah, that's what I. And that's one. You know, that's one thing I don't understand. It's like the building that these people work in too. It's it's for like people that they know can't speak. It's German. for foreigners. So like, yeah. So I never understood. Like, bro, why don't they have somebody in there that like you know speaks, you know. English or like they you probably know. like purposely hire like mean pissed off people. And it's shit. like the DMV in the states. Yeah, I was about to say, what about the DMV? Yo, the like- DMV they be wilding in the states. You be like, yeah, bro, true. like just make my new ID. I didn't tell you to get this fucking job. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what I'm but you can, I can imagine that job is like pretty like like frustrating though to like have to deal with all these people who barely speak your language all day every day. Yeah, but don't turn you into an asshole too. Yeah, nah, but don't you think you should be into a job that, you know, they should make jobs that, you know, people are willing to help people like that? Yeah, but how many people like are really willing to do that shit and how many people just go in there for the check, you know? 
How many yeah, people are really saying. doing this shit out of the goodness of their heart, you know? I mean, it's like being a teacher. I feel like those type of jobs is like being a teacher. You know, if you're a teacher, you got to love students. You got to love, love kids. You got to love what you do, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because these are people's lives at these, at these. Uh, you know. Yeah, at the end of the day. You know, you some of these people are fleeing places. Yeah, you deciding a big chunk of their life on whether they get to stay here or not. Yeah. But they be heartless about that <laughs> shit. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Sometimes I be sitting in the waiting room. <laughs> And then, like a family of refugees, to come out and he, the, the dad, will, like grab his kid, and they all look sad because they got denied or some shit. Like, yeah. you gotta kind of be a little heartless for, for that job. You can't just be passing everybody. Yeah. So you know, back on so the states, you said the paperwork and stuff was a little difficult. You was trying to get like a green card or something. Um, I know that process is crazy. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, the green card and, and also like even though like if you wanted to to have a driver's license there, I think I did like two different driver license tests there. So I was like, if I don't know how to drive by now, then I don't know. You had to do how? How was the process with the drive? I'm 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 in. You know, I'm interested. It's supposed to be much harder out yeah, here. Yeah, because I I did it the opposite. I came out here and I had to do the German yeah. license, and I was like, damn, this shit is hard as fuck. <laughs> but how was it for you? Is Mm, it was more also because of my papers that I came with, basically. So I came like kind of half ready to okay. live there, you know. So it kind of um, was hard for me to like say, hey, I have these papers that I can offer you. Can I do a, a freaking license? And I was not about like able to drive with my German driver's license okay, there. For a little okay. bit. So it was kind of like annoying to me because I was like, ugh. Yeah. There's just so much going on. And that you shit just is always normal. That's yeah, that, all. that shit is always annoying. Uh, that's weird with the driver's license, though. I always thought, like in Germany, I thought because it was so hard to, you know, they got to go through a little harder process. I feel like with us, we just pay $50, $50 take yeah, I, the fucking permit. I paid like twenty five bucks yeah. for my driver's license, and, and you took can one drive. Test and I couldn't even really drive when I, they didn't even make me parallel park. But I was like sixteen or something. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like. You would think in Germany, like you have to like take those courses and learn and, and pay like all that. that money, right? Yeah, and then you know the driving, you know the speed limits are way. You have to be way safer in Germany. So why the fuck in America they try to they make foreigners, you know? Maybe not. it's just the same thing. Like she was a foreigner there, so uh, she had to come with more paperwork and like they, blah blah blah. Yeah, they really try it just to make it hard on you, and that's it. I had the feeling. But you never had the notion to, like, after the split to, like, stay in America and try to make a life over there? Um, Yeah, I did have the option, but it was like, you know, I was sitting there and was like, okay, so you want to go this route, you want to go, go that route? And, of course, I mean, I could have said, no, I'm going to stay here and try and fight and all that stuff. But on the other day, I just didn't know too much, I would say, mm -hmm. at the end of the day, and I just wanted to... That's the typical German thing, again, I guess, to go the safer route. Yeah, you know, Because if I go back, I know I'm going to be on my feet. Yeah, of course. Like one and a half months, and I'm good to go. Yeah, this California is your country. is fucking expensive. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Me. For sure. It's like, in on top of it, it's like you, you're from here, so you're going to. Yeah. Do you feel, um, are you happy for that choice, you know? Mm, I mean, I think you always wonder what would have happened, you know, what if, if? You, what if you took the other round and what would have happened till now. But at the end of the day, it's like, I think I made the best choice for me. Mm. And I mean, I have a good solid job now. I provide for myself. So it's, it's that's fine. What's you know? that's, that's what's what matters. Because sure. I had that same choice a few years ago when I divorced, like, you know, my first wife, you know, 
I had the choice to like go back home, which for me at the time, I would have felt like kind of defeated because of everything I had built over here. True. I, have, I was over here way longer than two years, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was like, do I want to go home and regroup or do I want to just stay out here and keep the train going, you know, without her? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, facts. And, you know, the whole process is, is, it was scary, but, you know, I ended up staying out here and, you know, to the point where, like, I was, like, kind of kind of homeless for the first few weeks, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> but, you know, I just, I kind of refused to, to go back, to go back home. But I could have, but in hindsight, like, I'm glad, I'm glad that I didn't. Because I, I, I told you before, like, I, I left the opportunity in California to even come out here yeah. to make a name for myself. You know what I'm saying? So it's when like, why why would you, you know, make that, you kind of learn from that too. Make, you built something out here, mm-hmm. learn from Cali that, you know. Yeah, man. Like, mm-hmm. for me, it was, you know, I got out the Army, so I was just like, fuck it, I'm staying. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean. But I did, did you already have your daughter at that point? No, no. Uh, actually, you know, I think I told you this. We had, you know, I got out the Army. It was, bro, it was the greatest day of my life like i felt like i had a child or something (laughs) i you know i was so happy to get the fuck out the army and like he was like let's go to prague you know what i'm saying and oh yeah girl got pregnant in prague (laughs) (laughs) i was too happy i was happy so (laughs) i mean it was just you know like i said i for me it was a little different because i had to you kind of go through ropes to build a way you know i had to really fully integrate and because i was you know i know a lot of people that you know they get come out get out the army and they work at taco bell and shit like that and they stay at it and i remember when i was i had to do that when i you know first got out you know it was my first stepping stone because that was the only way that i could stay in germany because of like my sofa stamp i didn't want to go back home you you gotta do what you gotta do so i was working there and it was like you know no no offense to anybody who's watching this that works in osbach you know but they were kind of like, you know, you. I, I've been here for forty years. I'm Damn. Just like, I'm like, dog, I'm not trying to let that be me. Fuck that. <laughs> exactly. Nah, I was just like, I'm about to do learn, go to the, you know, to the the school. I'm about get to get the just, fuck up out that bitch. Yeah, try to find a German job. Yeah. You know, bro, because you making like dollars over there. Yeah, I know? used to feel like that when I had like a factory job back in the day. Like, and I would be there. I think I worked at, like, this carpet factory once when I was, like, I don't know, like, 19, 20 or some Mm -hmm. shit. And, like, I was, like, the youngest, you know, freshest dude there and shit. You know what I'm saying? And I worked there a few months, and, like, I would see people and talk to people, like, in the break room that had been there for, like you said, 40, 50 years. Yeah, bro. You know, and and they would be, like, they would be looking at me like, you could do this, too, if you just... If you just uh, buckle down and blah, 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 and I'll be thinking in my head, like, nigga, I ain't trying to be here for nothing. <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> this is like, a stepping stone for me. I'm just like, trying to get a little bread right now so I can parlay that especially shit. Especially for me, bro. Like, I was up there. You know, I knew it was a stepping stone. And I would, you know, when you talk to a motherfucker and you say you say something positive that you want to do with their life, with, with your life, and they'll be like, nah. I, you can't do that. It's kind of hard on the German side to, you know, switch over. They try to like bring you down with them, like yeah, because they didn't do the shit. Yeah, and they be and they would say that like, man, you you might as well just stay here. You go, you know, I've been here for forty years. You know, the old heads. And shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like nigga, they're, they're already like. What's it called? They're already getting like the German way of thinking, being negative. Yeah, you know, like trying to like, hey, you cannot do that and stuff. Yeah. I have the feeling they adapt to that in a way, right? 
I feel like a lot of most people are like that because like I was talking kind of talking to my girl about this earlier. Like some people, some people just going to work their job, you know, even though they don't like it, but they going to do it. You know what I'm saying? Cause it's, it's what they found. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's, comfortable. it's, 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 it's they comfortable. It's paying the bills. You know, it's, it's, they routine, they stuck in it for years, you know what I'm saying? And you need people like that. You need people that work at, like, you know, Walmart, McDonald's and shit. Some people, you know, and no offense, but some people are workers and some people are, you know, bosses. Some people, you know, everybody ain't meant to, like, start a business yeah. or, like, work their dream job or something like that, you know what I'm saying? That's just the fucking but circle I feel like, of life. You I know? feel like the most people that are like that is because they didn't, you know, because they surrounded themselves with people who, you know, doubted their dreams and stuff and they get into that same cycle. Yeah, and they get they, to that same mentality. You know what I'm saying? I always knew, you know, growing up, you know, I always knew like, you gotta keep grinding. Like, I'm like, okay, I need to find, I'm always like, I need to find different ways to get that bag. You feel me? Like, you know what I'm saying? I'll be trying to get that bag. So I'm just like, bro, okay, fuck it. I'm going to work here. I'm going to try to do this, move up. You know what I'm saying? It might be slow, but Mm -hmm. I'm going to keep fucking doing it. Like until I get that, that money till I'm in Dubai. nigga. I always say that to you. (laughs) You Like, bitch, we go to Dubai. (laughs) What's this shit blow up? nigga? But yeah, man, for sure. But for sure, for sure. I feel like we drifted off a little bit. We got a little... I mean, we always drift off yeah. to different <laughs> subjects and shit like that, but that's that's the nature of the podcast. But you want to get in? I want to get into this first uh, yeah. topic. Let's get into it. Get man. a get a woman's opinion on this. I don't know if you've seen this. All right, before we get into these topics, you know what I'm saying? I've got to remind everyone, a hundred percent real. Yeah. About your thoughts. You feel me? Don't all hold right. nothing. Don't hold back. nothing back. I'm all about realness and honesty, so we're good. Okay. In the life of a stay-at-home husband. Time to check your misogyny at the door and buckle up. First thing I do is I make my wife some coffee after making the bed. Then I do my wife's laundry. Serve my dominance over all I have left. Then I make my wife some breakfast. Yeah, so this guy, I'm just going to pause it right there. (laughs) But (laughs) this guy is a stay-at-home dad. Or husband, not dad. He don't have no kids. A stay-at-home husband is a man who's willing to do his part in an equal relationship, regardless of what society tells you it should be. Okay. I think the video is longer, but I think you get the gist of it. So, (laughs) this guy made a TikTok that ended up going viral. And uh, in the full TikTok, he's showing, like, how his wife is or his girlfriend is, like, the, the breadwinner in the situation. Like, she goes to work, and he stays at home. He cooks and cleans, makes sure the place is clean when she get back, makes sure it's a hot plate of food on the table when she get back. You know what I'm saying? And does all the little extras. Like, the the roles Switch. are reversed, you know? And he's totally fine with that, and supposedly she's totally fine with it. But you as a woman... Would you be okay with like a man that was content and only like cooking and cleaning for you? No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I was my first question is actually what is she doing? That would be my question. Well, apparently she's doing something that's supporting both of them. You know, she paying all the bills. He ain't working. He worked zero job. 
you like doing OnlyFans or something? No, nah, she like a business lady. I ga- I gather from the shit she was wearing in the in the TikTok and stuff. Okay. Hmm. But why why wouldn't you prefer yeah that's that situation? So I don't know. For me, it's like I'm a little old school mm-hmm. to be honest. Um, I do also like in general, like in a relationship, for example. I know a lot of women maybe may not agree on this type of thing but i think for example it's also okay to um you know that the man leads in yeah. a way mm-hmm. maybe not too much but like in a certain way where it's like still okay um i do think you know it's cool if both like definitely add on to each other like with bringing home the bread you know and breadwinners and that stuff mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but um what's it called when when a, when a man is more like Oh, a woman is submissive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a woman is submissive. Yeah. I, I don't even think that's like too bad, to be honest, yeah. in a certain way. So me for me as a woman, seeing that, like I would, I think I wouldn't find a man like that attractive. Mm. It would hurt yeah. the attraction so, that's what I That's what I wanted to add. I think I think in this situation, it all has to do with the the partners. You know, if whatever is, you know, okay for them and whatever is attracted to them whatever they're equal on you know whatever they decide is equal yeah i don't i don't think it matters you know what i'm saying you know some if they're okay with that then they're okay with that whatever is whatever is their balance in their relationship it's like is a, what it's matters. like a dominant woman and a submissive man yeah i mean if that's what they're okay you know they're the only ones that have to deal with each other in the first place anyways i mean but i feel like any woman would maybe be okay with that for a time. Like maybe a younger chick that's getting her money, you know, she find her a little, you know, pause boy toy or some shit that just stay at home and fuck the shit out of her and cook and clean for her and shit, you know. She's like, oh, you know, this is nice. It's cute, Woody. He, br- he brought me a cupcake today or some shit. But a few years of that, she going to start looking at that nigga like this. Like, yo, why don't you get out and get some motherfucking money? She probably if she a, if she a business lady, she probably gonna be seeing other bosses, men with power and money, and saying she gonna compare her dude to them. Like, nah, I wouldn't say that. What? It's, like, look it's, at you. I think it's whatever, whatever. You bitch ass nigga. Look, look, look. <laughs> I think it's I think it's whatever the person. It depends, bro. Like, cause that woman that you know, is getting the cooking and the cleaning for us. It's about what they appreciate. If they appreciate that, you know what I'm saying? If that's all they appreciate and that's all they want mm-hmm. in a man, they would be attractive to that type of man that does that. I don't think they would change that about but like, themselves. I almost called him Kevin Gates. But like old buddy was saying, uh, Rambo, um, what a woman wants, like, ebbs and flows like the wind you know what i'm saying one day she might want this another day she might want that and i think majority of the time a woman wants to be wants to feel a certain level of like security and like taken care of and like feel like they man is leading like she was saying you know what I'm you saying? don't think and she can express that let's say in this relationship you don't think it, that this if she were to change how she felt you don't think he she'll be able to express that in a relationship and he's not he he's probably okay with getting the job and stuff like that that's just something they probably agreed but on. now this nigga what what he gonna work at mcdonald's he ain't got no no works no work skills I mean, this nigga we, been been cleaning the bathroom for five years i mean that doesn't necessarily mean he don't got no skills he gonna be a janitor anybody can clean and 
I mean, you kind of have to do Not it. No disrespect to gender. Look, look you kind of you kind of got to do that in a relation, you know, in a relationship, anyways, too. You gotta, you know, of course, you I help my girl. I help my girl and clean and I cook sometimes. Exactly, but that's a courtesy that I'm extending think, to my wife. But I'm still bringing home the money but and I, working I think, and I think shit. that's just. But that's the thing, though. Like when it comes to something like that, I think that's just a stereotype of a role that a man has to have. Like a man does. I don't think a man it has to. Is. Yeah, so it's just a stereotype. Like, who's to say that a man can't stay home and do something? Society. Is, yeah, society. Then that's the thing. But there's a lot of things that society has pushed through. You but this know, is an old his, school. Yeah, but it's some old school. Trope, and back though. then, it used to be old school not to not to date date within your own race. I mean, that was old school at the time. People. Black families are still kind of like that old timers, like, oh, you with that white girl. Yeah, but some and shit still, is some shit was warranted and some shit was crazy. Like the examples yeah. you just gave. But I mean, like I think shit like that is like contributing to the emasculation of men. You know what I'm saying? Like all this toxic masculinity bullshit they pushing, trying to feminize men and turn men into into bitches. Like it's not. It's supposed to be. It can't. Like you can't be a man no more. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like there's something it, wrong with what, it or what, something. What is cleaning and cooking define you less than less than a man? Like I said, I do that, but that ain't. I would. I would feel like less of a man if that was the only thing I I I did. You know, I would never be content with only doing that. Not even like in a relationship, but like in my life. Cause I'm, you know, I'm too ambitious for that anyway. You know what I'm saying? People but, got different. Listen, man. People got different ideas of what makes them a man. Yeah. So, and apparently, old buddy, making sure the house clean is what him, what makes him feel like a man or whatever he I mean, identifies he fulfills, as. Listen, man. I don't know what he in his relationship, he fulfills <laughs> whatever his him and his girl agreed on. So you don't never think they argue about him not paying for shit. He's like, we always go out with nah. Becky. And I always have to slide my credit card look, man, under the table. Look, he might, she might be going out there getting the bread and being the breadwinner, but cleaning up and cleaning up and cooking and doing that, that shit, all the shit that your mother did and your wife that your wife does, I'm that not, shit ain't an easy job I'm not job saying either. it's not a task, but is it a task for a man though? I mean, that's what I'm saying. I, I mean, me personally, could would I you do it? it? Would you? No, do no, it? I wouldn't. But, okay. but, but at the same time, I, that's just that's me. You know what I mean? That's. Another question that I got for both of y'all. Yeah, all right, what? (laughs) Do you think that the woman in that situation would be more likely to cheat? No, I don't think so. Because if they they agreed on that. Not a little bit more likely. No, no, look, look, if they agreed on that, because you're still putting the stereotype of your thoughts of that role being in there, like, you know, but if they agreed on that, She's know what she's putting herself into. I don't think a person would change. You agree on how many times you don't agree on some shit with your girl and she still bring it up and fuck with you about it and shit. I mean, but that's something that, <laughs> look, look, that's something she's actively that's something that she's act he's actively doing every day. You know what I'm saying? That's not like, you know, don't do this. And you know what I'm saying? It's totally different. Like, I don't know, bro. I think I mean, put it like this. I wouldn't do that. Like. I but don't let her answer the question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think a woman would be more likely to cheat in that situation? Mm, I mean, I see it like a if little Drake different. hit her up. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, Drake, nobody probably would be safe. But like, um, <laughs> that's no, honesty. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I got you. I got but you. But like, um, no, I'll I'll jokes aside. But like, I think I I view this a little different because it's there's more to see. That's again where women come into this aspect. We think like I think like 
50 routes right now through this whole topic. Okay. Because I think, for example, um, that, okay, they're greened on, like, living like that, and they're fine with it, right? Mm -hmm. Then, first off, I think about the guy. It's kind of like the same if he would be the woman. Like, say, typical role, man works, woman doesn't work, does all the household. Mm -hmm. Where is she after five to ten years when he decides he wants to dump her? It could be the other way around when the guy is just at home all the time doing homework, not doing really anything with his life because he agreed to that life. Yeah. What does it do to him after five to ten years, yeah, for example? Right? That's, yeah, that's one that. aspect. The other aspect is you can agree on that maybe for a certain amount of time. Mm. And then I believe every human being changes in a certain amount of time. Exactly. You're not going to be the same in two years, three years. Exactly. So it's like... What then? You know, like you always have to kind of develop with each other. Yeah, because yeah, I think that it might that might be something you agree on initially. But come on, yeah, like you got nobody saying they can remain per permanent though. Like th that could change. They could be like, you know what, nigga? You know, what, matter of fact, I, I want you to go get a motherfucking job. What you know? do like? <laughs> no, but this is the agreement though. <laughs> I'm cooking and cleaning over here. <laughs> she could be like, nah, nigga. We always going out with. With Miranda and Becky and they husbands, they got they pay and I'm I have to step up to the plate and pay all the time. How you think the sex the sex life is like? They probably like man, she, she's probably like she turn your ass around. Yeah, she probably <laughs> sticking a finger up the nigga butt and all type of crazy shit. Pause. She, he probably the submissive one in the bed too. Ain't no telling what the hell they got going on after listening to what Maybe Rambo was talking like about. That. You know, there's weird people out here. <laughs> They probably got some kinky ass situation going on, but I think any majority of women wouldn't wouldn't be okay with that. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, in my younger years, I've been in situations to where, you know, I've been in a relationship with a woman, and you know, she might have been another stepping stone in my life. You know, and you know, I might have took advantage of the situation <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> And let them let them do what they did until I got on my feet and shit like that. But I would never expect anybody to like put up with that from a man mm. for too long. You know what I'm saying? It's it is a a gender role, but I think it's a warranted one. But I think she's made a good point. Like uh, the most important one, I I don't think that anybody like in in today's society, a woman shouldn't sit be able to just sit home and not do anything. And then guys shouldn't sit down and do nothing because at the same time, like exactly what she said, like, you know, you got to look out for yourself because anything could happen. Definitely. You know? And I'm not even talking about a, a separate, you know, somebody separating or cheating. Like, you know, it could be a death or something to yeah. where you, you know. That's what happens. Like, I think all the time in relationships, like, I mean, you see it, you know, within your friends or like people, you know, hang out with like as soon as they get into a relationship, they're just dependent on the other person. Yeah. There is no real life of its own anymore. And that gets unattractive to the other one. Definitely. And that's it goes downhill from there. Exactly. You always have to keep your own thing going on. Doesn't matter. Sure. Yeah. You want to be submissive or not. Yeah, I agree. Bit. I definitely agree with that. Yeah, man. I mean, hey. That's what he want to do. That's what he want to do, I guess. Nigga. I think he oh, a bitch-ass nigga. <laughs> About to hit you up like, I come clean the fuck out of your house. <laughs> nah, but, hey. Nah, but speaking know. of breakups, your boy, Michael know. B. Jordan. They caught him at the at the Warriors game looking sad. Oh, this is a video he's talking about. <laughs> he's like, damn, shut up. Should I did? Should I have done that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, so apparently... This I is, ain't trying this to laugh news. at it. If he, yeah, I ain't if trying to laugh at it. If he's upset, you know. But he should have known, though. It's like the Britney, Britney Renner situation. Like he knew he should have known what he was getting. Nah, into, she's man. a little, she's a little savage. Yeah, she more, she, she more, more savage, savage than. But Lori, pretty savage too. You know, yeah. Lori Harvey, yeah. Michael B. Jordan situation. I mean, I feel a little weird to be talking about that shit, but it's like hot news in the media right now. But it is a little intriguing that she was like hopping around so much, like before him, <laughs> like Future. Well, she was dating. Uh, I don't even know. I just know it was future. a lot of niggas, like high profile dudes. But I do know? know that about her. Like a lot of people say in the media that she's been around. I think she was like with Diddy's son, and maybe Diddy dated her too after Didn't that Diddy or something. Some shit like yeah, that. It was like that. She was out there in them streets, nigga. How old is she? She young, ain't she? I mean, like twenty. That's she, probably why, nigga. She going through her whole phase, but very publicly. Yeah, I mean, but she never speaks out though. Do you feel like she needs to though? Because I think just regular. No, I think that like lends to the mystique that's around her that she never like comments on her situation. She just be out there in them streets. Well, she's like they always say she's like future, basically, just in a female form. But future fuck but over this, somebody is, is and make a, a song thing? about it. Is that a bad thing though? That she's like that. What <laughs> do you feel like? That's a bad she, thing. She's twenty five. You think that's a bad thing that she just she goes out there and shit like that. Cause I mean, don't don't you think at that age, got we was doing the same? I mean, know, when you high profile shit. like that, like I would say, you would want you wouldn't want that stigma on yourself as a woman, cause you would want to like be able to land a husband. But she she had like like the this generation's Denzel Washington, like probably ready to propose to her and shit, and she broke up with him. He whining and dining and flying all that. What you got? What you got to say? I'm just want to say, but do we know why? Like, I don't know why I, like, they broke up. It, they were just saying like she was deleting everything of him, like all the all the pictures of him <laughs> up the page. <laughs> and then he, I think, still has one picture of her up or kept up. I don't know. Like, like so you think it was his fault? I'm not sure. I think like, she what dumped. What y'all think? I think she dumped that nigga. Maybe she. Well, I'm talking about the reason. I think maybe she like she cheated on him, or he. You know, I don't know. I think she seen somebody. She caught the eye of somebody else that's higher profile than him, and we'll hear about her being with some other dude in about a month's time or some shit like that. But they said they're both up. I, I read something saying that they're both upset about the breakup. I mm-hmm. think she ain't sweating that shit at all, man. She like <laughs> she thinking like I'm bad as fuck. All these motherfuckers want me. They put my names in songs and shit. Like she, I don't think she pressed as they say. He's probably devastated because he seems like a you know a good guy. Like you said, he was wine and dining her. Yeah. But you know, one thing I don't like is that the you know this generation like a year ago was like pushing it like they were like a power couple <laughs> that's the shit that kind of pisses me off yeah she sense. ain't did shit yeah How like you know she a power couple they were like i think it's off of him though yeah definitely off of him but she you know did look good like next to him and shit but she like another kylie jenner kim kardashian type that has no real talent she just kind of oh, she's really attractive Steve or whatever Harvey's child just, just that's not there ain't no talent and she is stepchild she ain't even that, that nigga blood uh-huh. I don't think I think Steve Hart. She like the daughter of his like new wife or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, but, but I mean, I almost I almost said the B word. Women go through their whole phase, you know what I'm saying? And sure. I think that's that's healthy. She's just going through it more publicly, like you were saying earlier. Yeah. You believe you believe everybody got to go through like a like a whole phase to like sort out what they want in yeah. life. <laughs> if they have to, I mean, I don't think every every person you know is maybe has the urge, honestly, to yeah. really do that. Because I, I think there are some people who are really just not interested in doing all kinds of stuff, you know. Yeah. But, like, most people, I mean, most people do, of course. And I think, I do think it's helpful in general. Of course. Uh, not, you know, of course. Not going fun, too but overboard. Yeah, but, but not going too overboard, but just to see, you know. What you, you like. Don't, yeah, what you like, that you didn't miss out on anything. Yeah. You don't have the feeling you'd be marrying the first person that you're dating, you know, and yeah. then sit there. Cause I think that's a mistake. Like all these people that like, or maybe you know some people meet and just love at first sight, and you know they found their soulmate on the first jump, and it works out like that. You know what I'm saying? But for I think for most people, you get rea- reality check. You know, it's always yeah, like you the might first think, phase of love. You know that you, puppy love stuff. Yeah, you you know until you start living with the motherfucker and when you, you know. first when you start living with a motherfucker that's when you really know yeah you know exactly. and if you can get through that you know that first couple phases of living with each other you know don't put you know put the toothpaste back on fucking you know just take off the shoes and just a little shit you know what i'm yeah, saying pissing on the toilet type yeah. shit. <laughs> you know if you still can get working through on that, that one. then um i think that's when you really know a motherfucker like you know what i'm saying because a lot of people, like you said, get into relationships, you know, in the beginning. It's like, that's dangerous, you know. Because it's always like, you know. But the whole phase is important. First. The whole phase is important. Yeah, I feel like the whole phase is important. I feel like if you don't have a whole phase and you get into a relationship. It's always a, it's always a risk that that whole phase is creeping up on you. <laughs> it's creeping up on you. Yeah. Well, those are the ones who are the serial killers and then, like, you know, go crazy afterwards. Really? Like sexual shit make a motherfucker be a serial killer? <laughs> I think they'll make a motherfucker like, you know, a woman or a male cheat. Definitely, because they you feel know? like, damn, this is a good relationship, but I ain't experienced nothing else. You know what I'm saying? I remember back in the day when I was real young and I had just started, you know, fucking this shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, I wouldn't, if I would encounter a, a woman... Like, when I was not in my relationships, in a relationship or nothing, I wasn't looking to be in a relationship, and she was a virgin, like, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even touch her, you know what I'm saying? Because I would be like, you know, what if, what if we do this, and I, and I like you, you know, and you probably gonna like me, because, you know, it's your first time, and if, you know, you, you like it, then it's like, oh my God, you opened my eyes to a whole, a whole new oh, world. A whole, yeah, like that. I was about to sing that shit, but you, you hit it for me. And um, I would always be like, it would be cool for a time, but it's gonna, it's gonna be a, it's gonna come a time where she gonna be like, she gonna realize like this the only meat I done had. Like I don't even know what the other meats feel like. But I, but the, but I also hear that women's <coughs> mentality um, when it comes down to, you know, you know, just sex in general. They don't, they don't operate the same way as we do when we're younger you know you know in that sense not you agree with I that? Mean, that yeah that's what i was gonna ask you dude this, this. <coughs> like okay explain how what do like, you mean up, operate when when uh when you're like for example when when you when we were younger as males it's kind of like 
in society, it, you know, at that age kind of pushes to fuck as many bitches as you can. You <laughs> yeah, know what I'm it saying? Does, it does. Peer you know, pressure and all that. Peer pressure shit. and all that. That's like the cool thing as a teenager. But do females, like, do they have this, like, uh, these type of talks with their friends, like, and, you know, this type of attitude towards their experiences with sex, should I say? These <laughs> days, I think they do. These days. I think, I I believe, like, women are a lot more open with, like, topics like that more than you guys think in general. Like, like amongst yourselves? Like, when you're talking to your girlfriends and yeah, shit? Yeah, like, how we talk and, like, what we talk about. I, I don't think there's, like, a big difference between uh, male. Okay. Um, also, like, you know, I also don't think, because I think men think most of the time that female needs to be like emotionally attached yeah to that's, guy. that's that's kind of what but I was it's not like that it's not no. like that <laughs> she okay. said no it's not like that no so like girls <laughs> girls are like savages too i would i assumed that anyway like girls, <laughs> i didn't think that girls get together and talk about how dudes was probably is that true like how like yeah put us in that what, what's the girl talk you know what, what the group oh. chat oh. <laughs> put us in a group chat I like, gotta, hold on. at that age <laughs> she gotta take yeah. a sip on that <laughs> i need to know this I, I would assume they would like the group chats be pretty mm. savage talking about different men and shit. I mean, to be really honest with you, I'm not really like in a group chat with like a lot of females, you know, and we just like all. Okay, it don't have to be a group group chat, but just your girl, your good friend. When you were younger. I'm, I'm Even talking now. About the, oh, yeah, yeah. Younger, savage days. Or maybe not now, but yeah, in your savage days. In your savage days. Yeah. If you had a savage day. <laughs> Was it like, do girls, do no. girls like say, that nigga was whack as fuck. Like, do they talk like how guys talk <laughs> when they, you know? I'm just making it a silent thing. Love you. Okay, she gonna plead the fifth on that one, but that so I, I think that I confirms everything we just asked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, Shit. I don't think, like I said, I don't think there's a a big difference between how men and women talk. It's just like I think men think that women are not like that. I don't. I, I would assume. I thought that. I ain't gonna lie. Pretty I thought I would. I would think that like guys at a young age, you know, we're more of like, you know, you just want to have you just horny all the time. You ask sex every second. I'm, I never felt like girls were like really like that. I feel like they're I mean, more you conservative. Had the, you had the hot chicks, the the hot the the chicks that was hot, and like had the big titties because they had too many hormones flaring and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. But I, I feel like, I feel like, but still though, I, I feel like girls were more like, you know, the little conservative, emotionally attached, like, you know. For, I think for the most part, because, you know, t testosterone is a hell of a hormone. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, when that shit kick in when you a little one, you know what I'm saying? I know I used to be in class and just teacher asked me some shit and my shit, my... <laughs> my you know, I got I can't stand up at that moment. Yeah, you know, and like it would be the end of the class, time to walk out. I had to cover myself with the book bag. Yeah, and like I ain't even thought about no sex shit, but my shit just, you the, know, my shit. The wind would blow and shit. Would be like, <laughs> Damn, like, what's going on? And that, that ain't nothing but testosterone. That's what women don't understand. Like, like when that hormone get to pumping, like it ain't, it ain't like that's what you thinking with. You know what I'm saying? Especially as a youngin. You know, well, you're not thinking about the consequences of yeah, you ain't kids, no. none of that shit. You just be like, like that's does that calm down when you get older? Yeah, gradually. <laughs> for some people, for, for some, some people. I would say for some people, um, I think once you, you know, you have experiences with relationships in their long term and shit mm -hmm. like that, you, you learn to 
it's it stays the same, but yeah. you learn to try to keep it at bay. You know what I'm saying? Like your your I think your conscience grows more, and you be like, it be like a fight between like and when you're young, you only thinking with your dick. You know, you only like your dick leading you everywhere. Exactly. But when you're older, you can kind of fight it off with your brain. Your brain be like, nah, you shouldn't do that. And your dick be like, but I really want to though. Yeah, yeah. And your brain be like, nah, you got this and that consequences and shit. You know. But as yeah. a as a teen boy, hormones raising, you you only thinking with with that. Hmm. Sure. Is it like that for women? Yeah, like, that's what I was gonna say. When you going through like puberty and shit. Um, I wouldn't say that that's the same how we how we think. I think for women it's a little bit the other way around. The older we get, it's a little different. Okay. I believe. I mean, you know. When you was coming up. Because I feel like it's, whole, it's flipped on its head these days because, like, sex, like, just gen- this generation, like, sex is pushed on them so heavily and all this idea all these ideologies and this sex and everything they see and watch and it's sold everywhere clothing different types of clothes yeah different type of clothing all the trends on the internet to pose your ass like this shake your ass like that Mm -hmm. the music yeah you know i mean we was coming up talking about he's ass all type of shit yeah all type of shit you know i think being like as a woman being like more sexually uh what's the word i'm looking for um promiscuous is like cooler these days you know they've Mm -hmm. women have kind of like shed that stigma of like a woman like sleeping around like you know like amber rose and her slut rock slut walking trying to take the the sting out of the word slut and change it into something which it, it never changed for me i still think a slut is a negative thing to call a woman and no woman should want to be known as the slutty chick or whatever but yeah i think kids have way more pressure to like be sexually active these days yeah for sure exactly what you said through social media and the acts this so easy access for them now to see these things you know what i'm saying yeah man it's easy to go like porn free on the internet. Exactly. Like, you know, back then you had to sneak into, you know, your your parents' shit and find shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you, you know? just had to find that Playboy magazine or yeah. the fucking BBW magazine mm-hmm. with the chick laying on there. With the, yeah. Too <laughs> but, yeah. You but know, decided, like, or you had to watch like you had to sneak at night and like watch the fucking the dirty channel. Exactly. And, and nowadays that shit <clears> right on TikTok. Easy access, nigga. They I don't be know happy. about TikTok. Yeah, I'm saying they have. Safe. I'm saying they have. But yeah, it's the booty just like, shit is on the, TikTok. The, the yeah, ass yeah. shit, and then the, you know, just the content. It's wild that's too. Up. It's it's like some things are some, borderline. Some videos just it is only be a chick, and some spandex, and she'll pull them up in her ass, and then do a little wobble or some shit, exactly. and then that's the whole video, and have, fifteen million views, yeah. and that that be her whole account, just ass. Yeah. What, what what do you guys think about that? It's like grown oh, up man. <laughs> um, I think my part, like I think, like do whatever you gotta do to get the bag. But um, <laughs> I don't really give a fuck. Like honestly, if you ask me, they don't bother me. Like it, I don't it, think that's what she was asking. Oh, no, like. of course it's not bothering you, mm-hmm. probably. But like, just like, what what outlook on a woman does that give? Uh, does that give to you? 
Let me see how I'm going to approach this answer. Um, I mean, when I see that, I don't, I think with any man see that, all he's thinking about is what she's showing. You know what I'm saying? He ain't thinking about, oh, I wonder what her personality's like. Yeah, you know? yeah for sure. <laughs> I wonder, you know, what her life goals are or something like that. He's just thinking about some ass. Okay, I swiped, I swiped and it's some ass in front of my face. Yeah, exactly. Right now. I mean, it's even like when you meet a person <coughs> for the first time, I mean, the first thing is attraction, mm. you know? Yeah. You're not like already like, geez, like, you know, I love. The way she, I don't, you know, what I mean, you ain't think that it's trash. Well, it depends on how a woman presents herself when you first meet her, though. If she, if she stepped out all sexy and she's showing a whole bunch of skin and she got the skin tight pants on, and you know, you know, you you assume automatically what she exactly. came for. But if she come there, you know, she got a library glasses on, she covered up, you know, what I'm saying she got a pantsuit on or some shit like that, you know. You know, you, my mind don't automatically go to sexual objects, you know. But when I see them booty TikToks, like, boom, sexual object. I think anybody, even women looking at that shit probably be like, why is she showing her ass so much? But a lot of women get a lot of money like that and a lot of attention like that. And it's like, <clears throat> it's it's just, it's became a business online for women to just show their bodies off and stuff. And you can't really knock them. I mean, like. Bad baby made fifty million motherfucking dollars on fucking OnlyFans when she turned eighteen. You know, crazy. There's a lot of men out there. Smart though, she getting the bag. Smart on her part, but maybe consequences. Pretty in sad. The long run. Pretty sad for all those guys that was waiting on her to turn eighteen just to spend that OnlyFans money on her and shit. <laughs> it's a crazy world, man. I want to talk about a pretty sensitive topic you know what i'm saying recently uh this guy i watched a few of his videos on youtube his name matt matt walsh mm-hmm. he's like a arbiter of truth you know what i'm saying like he's like a real like laid back like straight to the point dude <clears throat> and he's kind of on like a mission to like dispel like transgenderism and like gender ideologies and stuff like that and like trying to mostly he he don't fuck he don't mess around with uh with kids he don't like how um all this sexual stuff is being pushed on kids in like schools by teachers and like you know politicians and stuff and like he'll tell somebody who has like gender dysphoria to their face or somebody who claimed to be transgender or the other sex will tell them to their face like you have a mental illness like you um i know what you believe i know what you want me to call you but you're not gonna force me to lie just to coddle your um your beliefs, you know what I'm saying? He's like you, you are what you born. Yeah, is what he believed. <laughs> he that pretty sounds fucked up. He was on Doctor Phil with like two trans people, and he just he told them he was like, "What if I told you that my pronouns were like?" This is a white guy. Yeah, he's a white guy. His name Matt Walsh. But I'm gonna play a little. He he dropped a documentary called "What Is a Woman?" because he he says that like he always debates people on the other side of this argument, and he 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 says that you can. You can easily dispel 
whatever they saying because they don't want to be argued with. When you argue with them, they just they want to call you a bigot or uh, like if you have a, a a contrary belief than what theirs is, and they want to act like you're like the worst person ever. When you <coughs> you just believe what you believe, just like they believe what they believe. You know what I'm saying? But I'm a, he he dropped a documentary called What Is a Woman. Mm-hmm. And he visited uh, Africa, the the Maasai tribe, and asked them a few questions about what they thought about, like, womanhood and, and gender roles and stuff like that. No, that's, the, that's Michael B. Jordan right there. I was there. about to be like, him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, let me find the right position. In Maasai community, it will not exist at all. Doesn't exist? Wait, wait, wait. He what if a man decides that his yeah. his gender identity is is woman? <laughs> a woman has its own duty, and a man has its own duty, and a lady cannot duty the duty of a man, and a man cannot do a duty of a woman. Can a man become a woman? No. No? It's <laughs> a no. What about a transgender? Transgender? No. No? It looks like to, if you want to become a lady but you're a man, you have something wrong in something your mind. Wrong. Something wrong in your family, something wrong in you. What about if someone was non binary? Come again? <laughs> non binary. <laughs> <Come again. laughs> but yeah, basically, he was asking <clears throat> people that aren't of like <clears throat> the, the Western world, like Western society, and like what it's becoming, like people like that's still like living off the land, tribes, people, and stuff, like what they thought about how Western society is kind of trying to bend the genders and say that you can be whatever you feel pretty much. And pretty much the dudes in the, in, in the tribe was like, that's, that's, there's something wrong with you if you think like that, you know what I'm saying? And he was asking a lot of people, also asking a lot of people in America in the streets, like he would walk up to them and be like, what is a woman? And nobody could define it, you know what I'm saying? Like he would ask the trans person in the street, like, you, he would like he'd be like do you you identify as a woman, and they would be like yes, and he would be like okay so what is that, and they would be like, they would pause and they would be like well, it's whatever I want it to be, and he was like well, if you don't have a certain a definition for it then, how can you identify with it you know, that's a good point, and then they would like walk away from him and he 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 interviewed like politicians and all of them walked out on the interview because he was just asking simple questions and he kind of he kind of exposed uh how the powers that be are spewing certain ideologies and certain ways of thinking about sex and gender but when challenged they don't have a, a argument to stand on they just want to call you they want to immediately go to calling you names, calling you a bigot, calling you this, calling you that, without having the debate, because his belief is what they teaching and 
affirming to kids and stuff like that is not based in truth. It's just solely based on feelings and stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I get it. I mean, I, I'm not saying I agree with him, but, I mean, I get it. I mean, I feel like anything that you you say, even even on this topic, like, that's the first thing that, you know, you can't even have that discussion with somebody without, you know, if you disagree with it, them saying something like negative about your actual belief, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I kind of get, I kind of get what he, what he did. I definitely got to watch more of that documentary. It's kind of interesting. It's a crazy documentary. I should have sent you the link to it before, before uh, yesterday. So you could have watched it. But, um, he also highlighted these two doctors, right? It was these two doctors. I can't remember their name. But they coined the f- the phrases, a few phrases of like they started the f- the the whole gender ideology thing and how a kid could decide to be another sex. You know, it was they uh, one of the doctors did like circumcisions and he he had two boys that came to him for circumcisions and he started to do the one the one guy's circumcision and something went horribly wrong and burned they burned his dick off. Jesus. Yeah. And so they didn't do the circumcision on the other boy. And I think they were twins, if I'm not mistaken. I might be. But um, so he told the parents, like, just tell the boy that he's a girl and make him a girl. Dress him up like a girl. Do all the um, all the stuff of a girl. Make him do that, you know, and see if he accepts it. You know, it was, it was an experiment for him. And he experimented on them up until they was like 10 years old and he would make them do sexual acts with each other and all type of stuff. And, uh, they ended up like the, 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 the person that they turned into a girl because of the accident, like rejected when he got out of the house and was 18 and got on with his life, he rejected being a a woman and tried to go back to being a man, but he was already so psychologically messed up. He ended up committing suicide. And the other guy committed suicide, too, from the experiments that they did on him and stuff. And the other doctor experimented on people in prison, like, did all kind of crazy sexual experiments on him. And he had the belief that humans in general are sexual beings, no matter the age. He was like, even a baby can have an orgasm. And he... um, What the fuck? Yeah, and he had, like, charts, like like experiments he done did and like the ages that he's witnessed like people have orgasms and stuff like that and these two doctors are like the pioneers of like transgenderism and like uh the drugs that block hormones and all that stuff and like for me the documentary really highlighted like how institutionalized and popularized it's it's became to attach for a kid to attach themselves to the LGBT community, whether they would have been gay or trans or whatever, because as a kid, like you, you know, you want to fit in. Everybody got a phase when they a kid where, you know, they want to understand themselves more in the world and they want to, they want to be a part of something, you know, they might feel a little weird, Mm-hmm. You know, feel like they ain't got no, they ain't got no group or tribe to attach themselves to and like affirm their identity in. You know, 
And back in the day, that could be a number of things. You know what I'm saying? You could want to be a, uh-huh. a a goth or, uh, you know, normal things. You could want to be a jock. You could want to be a cheerleader. You know, yeah. you could want to be whatever, you know. But these days, the media has made it so cool and so interesting to be a part of this group that's the LGBT. You know what I'm saying? Whether that's good or bad, I don't know. But... It's like a fad these days, you know, and it, it's something that a kid can attach themselves to and convince themselves that they belong to whether whether or not they would have believed that if that didn't exist. I don't know. But I think kids are really impressionable. Mm-hmm. And um, they can, you know, kids have imaginations and shit like kids believe Santa Claus is real at a point. Yeah, of course. And that's as an adult, you realize that that's make believe. Did they ever talk about in the documentary about like the children that they say that are born like with the chromosomes? Like, you know, remember what I was talking to you about with the different like some 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 doctors believe that like some people are born with a female brain, and that's what makes them you know something within their genetics. Yeah. That made them, did it nah, t- they didn't touch really, bases on that? They didn't really touch on that in the documentary. I think he has kind of touched on not the brain thing, but the... You like, know, just the genetic aspect. He's touched on, like, hermaph- like, the hermaphrodite aspect of it, like how you can be kind of born as both sex, but not with only one of them working. And um, he, he would say, like, Cause it's you know it's some people who believe it's some people who born with like one limb or something like one arm missing or something like that, but yeah. they not they not identifying as a one arm person or a one leg person or something like that. He was like it's the it's a deformity that happened and it's unfortunate, but it don't really it don't really mean that you the other sex. You know what I'm saying? In in his opinion, yeah, but. Genetically, he 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 really believes it's a it's a it's a mental it's like a dis- illness it's a it's a mental illness it's it's a gender dysphoria or whatever and he 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 interviewed um I want to yeah. over talk about this shit too much but he interviewed um like therapists and they would coin themselves gender affirming therapists you know like they would help a child figure out what their gender is because their parents didn't want to assign them a gender, you know? And they they would do this at ages like three and four and and two and stuff like that, which which I think is insane. I think it's insane, too. Like I said, kids at that age, they believe Santa Claus is real. They might believe they they are a fairy or something like that, but that they don't have the brain capacity to decide the rest of their life and go on all these hormone blockers and yeah, that's 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 what I'm saying. Like, I feel like leave the kids alone, man. Let them like you know what I'm saying. If it if it's been happening, I'm not saying nothing about you know transgenders or anything or you know being gay or whatever. But like, if it's been occurring without the influences and stuff like that and the in the in the pushes, like. Just don't fuck with the kids, bro. Like that's that's all I'm saying. I don't care about nothing else. It's like when you start, you know, putting these things onto children without them even really having the choice. Because yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like you said, children are very easily influenced and stuff like that. 
you know, don't start doing it within the schools and, you know, all this other crazy all shit. Because like, that's crazy. Like, crazy. three years old. Come on, bro. Like, that's. And he interviewed a dad that um, it's he out on bail in Canada right now wait, awaiting, like, his prison sentence just because he wouldn't call his son his daughter. It's a law in Canada to where if a kid say they the other sex, you have to just go with it. You can't say nothing against it, you know. And a doctor can evaluate a kid and administer them hormone blockers and sex change surgery without the parent's consent. If the parents speak out against it, then they lock you up. That's wild. That's wild. Like, why? What is what is that like? But I wanted to ask you, like, can you define what a woman is? Can I define what a woman is? Um, hmm. I mean, to be honest, I mean, of course, there are certain things how to define womanhood and all that stuff. Um, I would just I just be thinking about the whole topic that you just said right now. It's like what I'm always asking myself is why do we define people after their sexual orientation in general? Like why is that even a point in yeah. general? Yeah, yeah, why yeah. do I need to care about if you like boys, girls or both or, you know, yeah. that is my first question in general. Like I don't have the capacity to understand that. First of I all, totally agree. And like, because in my opinion, I don't care. Like everybody should do whatever they feel comfortable with. You know, I mean, we nowadays, if you go outside on the street, like how many people do you see who like dress really weird, random, you know, they do whatever. But then it's like, okay, cool. Hey, they found themselves, you know, yeah. like just let them be. They don't hurt anybody. You know, it's yeah. like, why do people always have to like judge other people? And it's like, but it's not, it's not like. Cause you you say you see somebody on the street they dress weird and you assume whatever but they cool they live in their life and stuff yeah. like that but like I think the LGP LGBT people made it like that to where their sexuality is their whole identity you know and they want to shout it to the mountaintops to the yeah. world like I came out the closet I'm gay and then everybody tell them they a hero you know what I'm saying <laughs> especially trans yeah. like. Caitlyn Jenner came out and said she wanted to turn herself into a woman at 60 years old, and she won the Woman of the Year award that year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I think they've made I th- it. They I mean, made it like I that. I think. I mean, I think in a sense, I understand the celebration because society is so such against it. So to be able to speak out, but when is my thing is I I, I kind of agree with you. Like when is it's like okay, it's it's out. It's okay to be. Who you are, okay, like like this, like yeah, it, calm know? down. I mean, I understand too that there's certain, yeah, calm down. <laughs> I understand there's certain things that are, you know, that they're pushing for rights and stuff like that, and maybe that's why I still talked about. I don't know because they there's, there's they things they're the trying rights. to push, they're trying to push into the law, you know, to, to federal law or whatever's going on. Like they got more laws than we do, as black people, bro. Like. Yeah, yeah, that's that's something that that's something that I like put it like put it like this. I don't feel like I'm not trying to like belittle yeah, yeah anything, yeah. but I feel like that's one thing I don't understand. Like we've had as black people, we've had our problems for for so 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 long and 
I feel like we haven't even gotten the same opportunities and the same, you know, laws, things that we, we have to really go out there and really fight and, and, and stuff like that, you know. I'm not saying these people aren't either, but I don't know, bro. They they made laws so quickly. It's just they, they got they so powerful these days, you know what I'm saying? And maybe that's warranted, but, you know, if somebody, if you say the wrong thing, and you in a certain position, they'll get you the fuck out of there. You know, yeah, what I'm like like I, I put it like this. It's it's kinda like what she said, like I like I don't care either. Like I I respect I'm gonna respect you I'll respect you regardless. But exactly. like why can't I say like, okay, like you wanna be you wanna be gay or you wanna be transgender, but like on that idea I don't I don't agree with I don't agree with it, but I mean I still respect you, bro. Exactly. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just I don't like the pushing on the kids and um, the sports stuff. And before, I, I think it's another part of that clip that I wanted to play. Damn, uh, that must be the, the story about the kids. Yeah, that was the story about the kids. It's a little long, though. When psychologists or somebody that I was in love with or whatever said that I was in the wrong body, I started to think, well, maybe I am. I'm a biological woman that medically transitioned to appear like a male through synthetic hormones and surgery. I will never be a man. Is it transphobic for me to tell the truth? Why is it then a couple hundred years from now, if you dug up my body, they're going to go, yep, that was a woman. Had babies. Can you tell me about... That's Matt right there. The procedures mm-hmm. that you, you had. I've had seven surgeries. I've had one stress heart attack. I've had a helicopter life ride uh, with a pulmonary embolism. I've had uh, 17 rounds of antibiotics. I had six inches of hair on the inside of my urethra Jesus. for 17 months. Nobody would help me, including the doctor that did this to me because I lost my insurance. I get infections every three to four months. I'm probably not going to live very long. Was there any real discussion of the risks and the side effects? And No. No, there's not. And I know that people want to think that there is, but there's not. The truth is, is that medical transition is experimental. We have um, studies that said that medical transition helps mental health, helps mental health with kids. They've all been retracted, modified, changed. But the only long-term study tells us seven to 10 years is when transgender people are the most suicidal. After? After surgery. But that's transphobic to say. For the first time in history, a marginalized group has a huge dollar sign on the top of their head. We have five children's hospitals in the United States promoting that. That's a phalloplasty. That's a bottom surgery. We have five children's hospitals in the United States. Yeah, he talked for a long, but he's saying some profound shit because he like... They don't tell these kids like the risks of these hormone blockers and the and the 
the transition surgery, like that scar that he showed, they had to take tissue from his arm to reconstruct whatever he got going on down there. And he like, his point was like, all these surgeries is like super experimental. They ain't got no long-term research on this, this stuff. They're and it's doing it to do it. They just doing it to, you know, for whatever reason for, yeah, for money. Dollar, dollar sign on. Yeah. He that. was like when he had, I think he, when he kept talking, he was like, a doctor or a therapist or somebody, when they find transgender people, they get, like, government money, like, tens of thousands. You so, know what so I'm saying? So, right, there's probably some corrupt shit behind it. That's what I'm saying. Sure. Sure. That's not saying, like, you know, for everybody who wants to be a transgender, but nobody's saying that you can't do that. Do, do what you want. But, you know, if there's information out there that's, you know, that makes the, you know, the situation, uh, you know, a, a risk... You know what I'm saying? You should look into that. Definitely. Do your research like Martina Big. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck around. Never mind. I can't say that. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, man. But again, I res I respect them. Like, I'm good, man. Just the kids. That's it. Yeah. I, I mean, I think if you just watch that, like, I think it's just horrible. Like, I, I think none of us can imagine how they really feel inside. Yeah. It must be like. I don't know. Yeah, m must be like your own prisoner somehow. Yeah, it must be. Out of your own body. Like, I don't I don't even know, like, how it is for people. F let's say somebody says, I feel like a woman. How do they feel? And I'm a woman, you know? Yeah, like, how what do you do feel like a woman? Yeah, how? what is it that makes you say you feel like a woman? Cause that would be interesting. Because it's like most of them, those people, they say and believe that, you know, it's... Like, I don't want to adhere to the gender norms of being a man. I want to be a woman. But then they do every stereotypical woman thing to try to be like a woman. You know what I'm saying? They're doing and it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They, you know, cut themselves up. They get the wig. They get the boobs. They get the whatever. Take the hormones. The hormone shit is wild to me because, like, I don't know, man. I don't want to talk too much about it, but it's like. I think it's a topic that's, that needs to be discussed for the sake of, <clears throat> you know, the people that it's affecting, and that's women. Because, you know, we sat on here with with a woman who was trying to appropriate us, you know, black people, you know. Like, and we told her straight up, like, you, you're you not black. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, respectfully, you're not black. It's crazy, though. It, it, you know, it's crazy that you say that because it, it, in the comments, it, it was crazy to see that so many people – we're defending her also and i was just kind of like it just makes me it just made me like rethink like bro what world we live in like this, this shit is crazy like you know what i'm saying it's just especially being black it's like i felt like those people that were with her didn't even didn't even respect like what you know us being black and the things that they know that we endured and went through you know what i'm saying that shit ain't crossed just mind. for them just to be like hey i'm black now you know what i'm saying that's crazy to me that's like crazy. but that's i just i just for me personally that's my opinion i don't like again i res i respect them like it is what it is i'm 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 cool i just if we talk about it i'm gonna talk about it. i'm gonna say my opinion mm -hmm. i'm not out here just like you know what i mean <laughs> i don't know shit crazy yeah that's crazy. Did you see a, a few clips of uh, when we had Martina on here? 
Yeah, I mean, I I have seen her before. Okay. On, on, you know, I think TV was back in the time. I mean, yeah, she was on like Mari and Bosch. Super Talent. Yeah, they said I she was on Super Talent too. No, I think I saw her in German television. Like yeah, she was on like they were like a morning show her. or something. Yeah. yeah. What's your thoughts on that? <sighs> yeah, I mean, for me, it's just wild to even <laughs> go even close to that route in general. Yeah. Like, like I said, I don't. I just don't have an understanding for certain things at all. Like you know, I'm I'm pretty open to a lot of things and open with a lot of topics and stuff like that. But this is like something, and she said that with such a confidence and like <sighs> she was so, like, what's it called? Convinced that. Yeah, you, know? you couldn't tell her shit. I'm gonna be real with you. I. She was I, like, it's not about the color. I. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be real with you. I res- I respect the um, the transgender shit more than that. I'm gonna be real with you. Definitely. Yeah. Because, you know, I, I can't I really can't tell a motherfucker how they really feel. If you really, you know, they must be really feeling that. You know what I'm saying? I can't take that away from them. But for whatever reasons, you yeah. know what I'm saying? But the whole turning black thing. Yeah. But I, mean, I think it's in the same realm. Nah, though. I don't I can't see. You're trying that. to be something that you weren't born. You know what I'm saying? And I don't want to say nothing. They have more reasons behind. I feel like the transgender community have. There's, it's like it's like up in the air. We don't know. You know, it's like it's still something but that's why being, that we why why is it different to change your race than your gender? It's two things that it's like some people who try to it's some old people who she, try to identify as like twenty year olds. Because that's nothing stuff. that she's talked about in her in that podcast. There's nothing that she talked about. Like she never said when she was a young child she said when she was young she seen she pamela anderson she and she used to born. watch africa okay, shows the, all the time but but with the tra- <laughs> with the transgender shit <laughs> yeah but with the transgender shit it's like you know there's science that says oh maybe they're born like this i don't know, you know? if it's real science but martina man. martina big ain't no science behind that she was just like well i want to be science black. behind them shots she took <laughs> yeah that's how i mean like she just woke up was like fuck it i'm gonna be black Fucking black and proud. Say it loud. And I, I would, I would, I want, I, I should have asked her, like, because she had made that same decision. And she was living in the time period when they was lassoing motherfuckers and putting their ass on the fucking oh, tree. Oh, you should have asked her that shit. You know what I mean? You she would, she would have been speechless. Because now it's kind of like on. It's similar to what you say about the transgender thing in a sense, like when it comes down to the media and stuff like that. Not trying to take away from anything, and yeah. you know, no offense to any of the any white people, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I feel like, and I said it in the comments, I feel like uh, personally, I feel like a lot of things that happen in the media, like a lot of black people, kind of set the trend for it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's become like a cool. It's thing a cool thing to be black. To be black, you know what I'm saying? And she wouldn't want to identify. All of a sudden, yeah, she wouldn't want to identify with it if she didn't think it was this shit. But, like, I think it's uh, something different if you're, like, a fan of a culture. Mm-hmm. Other than, like, you know... If you could be a fan of a gender, fan. too. Yeah, but you I'm saying... Oh, I want to be a woman so bad. Yeah, but, like, I think that has really more to do with, like, an internal feeling that nobody can understand. I think, they both, internal, like, I think they both internal feelings that I would never understand. Be, if you want to be fucking Spanish, nigga, eat <laughs> Spanish food. Don't go out there and fucking <laughs> change your whole change fucking... Your, well, a lot of women getting them Spanish butt lifts trying to look Spanish. I mean, but, but that's besides the fact. For, for me, like, when I, like, logically 
not maybe not completely logical, but when I really think about like what it means for a person to say that they were born in the wrong body. First off, okay, you born in the wrong body. That mean that mean God made a mistake. You know what I mean? That mean you have oh yeah, but some that, people are not religious. But listen, listen though. That's what, that's what I was about to say. It's the, that makes it an oxymoron. Because if you're not religious and you don't believe in souls, then you believe that this is all we got right here. So how, like, if God didn't make a mistake and put your soul in the wrong shell and you just are your body, if you're an atheist and you don't believe in God and or souls and stuff, like, where did the mix-up happen? Who put you in the wrong body? Huh? It's a deep question. Who put you in the wrong body? And do God make mistakes? Genetics, I guess they would say. (laughs) Who made the genetics? Like, what's really going, like, what are you really saying, saying you were born in the wrong body? Like, it got switched up in the body factory or something? Is there a body factory? (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Like, if you really boil that stuff down, it don't really add up, like. I mean, but people will say the same thing about religion. They'd be like, nigga, how you praying to somebody you can't see? You know what I'm saying? That's a lot. I see some truth in that, too. I'm not the most most religious person. You know what I'm saying? But if you believe you're trans, you kind of have to believe in a creator and somebody. But people believe in science, and they think that (laughs) it's a mix-up. Genetics. We all know that babies are made genetically. So it's a birth defect. Yeah, people think it's. Maybe it's a birth defect. I don't fucking know, nigga. I ain't no fucking transgender. I don't know. You know what would be, would be really good is to have somebody on here. You think we should have a transgender? Of course, one hundred percent. Because I, I mean, my thing is this: I'm not also not sitting here trying to talk down on. That's my opinion, but I, I'm open to understanding, get educated on that yeah, for sure, for true. sure. Like I'm not gonna sit here and be like, you know, because I, I I just you know, of course you're gonna talk. You know, your opinion or it might sound bad or down talk it a little bit on something you don't understand. You know what I'm saying? But maybe I mean, I still don't think if they came up here and say I would understand, but <laughs> But at least they could, they would be here to like but maybe there's something make their own points and yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. To you know You know some transgenders? Nope. Okay. Things like maybe you could hook us uh, up with an interview. Man, I'm not trying Maybe. Try- <laughs> I think about it. Maybe maybe. maybe. No, nah, but maybe. for real, like um, out there, if anybody watches this, you know, if you're a transgender, like I, I know it sounds like we a little ruthless on our, but we're really, we're, we're really not honest. trying to be, that's just our opinion. If you can respect that, respect that we have an opinion, I'm totally, we're totally open to hear your opinion. Like you saw, like I disagree with Martina Big, but she still came up here and said she was black and she left black. So yeah, I mean, she left black. you know what I mean? So I, and I'm, nobody was, you know, I just said my beliefs. But I respect it because at the end of the yeah, day, yeah, we were very respectful to her. Yeah, in at, the midst of all that, exactly. And at the end of the day, I out of all the bullshit and the things that I might think is bullshit and the whole woke woke culture, truthfully, because I'm religious, like I think you should. Well, you know, <laughs> I think you should do whatever like makes you happy. I can't judge you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? God's gonna judge you. On whatever God you believe in. If you don't believe in God, and I guess you just you just go to wherever you go. But at the end of the day, do <laughs> I couldn't do, help but laugh on that. Do, do what makes you happy. 
in this mm-hmm. life. So I'm gonna I have no choice but to respect you. You know what I'm saying? That that's the thing. So well, me and Vince differ a little bit on that because <laughs> <laughs> I think to a certain extent people should do what they want to do and they should, you know what I'm saying, live how they want to live. But like I think one of the messed up things about th- today's society is like people so people so selfish and like arrogant. Like people think because people think they life and they sexual preference is like all there is. Like in the big scheme of like like existence, you know how small like we all are? Yeah, but still though. But I'm saying, like all these people that's acting like all these like illegitimate causes are like so important in the big scheme of things. They ain't, man. Don't nobody give a fuck who you who you sticking in what butthole or whatever the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, do that shit and shut I'm I'm a I'm a stop. I'm a stop. Nah, but people don't get the same opportunity <laughs> though, you know? And you gotta still you gotta st- we still live in a society and you know Yeah, we live in a society the same way that, as us black that, people. That, that was the, my original point, not to cut you off. Yeah, no, nah, go ahead, go ahead. But like you have to recognize that your what you doing is influencing other people. Like you have to realize that it's not just you. You know what I'm saying? You can live your life, be happy, but you still have to have some responsibility with that shit. Especially when it comes to the kids, man. Like, I wish I would have uploaded this video, but it was they had a they had a show for like elementary school kids. It was a drag show. It's called like Dragging the Kids or something. With like six and seven year olds. And they had like a runway and men dressing up like women and all they you know, all the gear and the frilly stuff and everything, which is okay if you're a grown person and that's what you want to do, do that. But why are you having a drag show for that age of children and walking down and teaching them how to, teaching little boys how to twerk and how to strut down the runway like a woman and stuff? Like, why is it a place for that? I don't understand. Like, they say that, but some people say that, I mean... They don't believe like those things can influence the child. Come on, this man. is what, but this is the thing though. Like this is the thing though. Like I'm, I'm interested to know because I'm also that's off my opinion. I don't. Maybe there is some psychological thing with with psych- psychologists that can explain. I I don't know the development of an adolescence. I I can't. I, I I can just assume that I would think that every child you know is influenced. Obviously by the most important people, their parents, right? You Because you you raise your child. But at the same time, I don't know, like, with shows and cartoons or something that happens that might be something that I'm against, like, you know. Bro, my son pick up everything he see, bro. Yeah, but, but I'm saying, though, I don't know if that, if those things are, is what influences, I don't have enough knowledge to know if those things influence an adolescence to, to be, like, that's going to turn them gay or that's going to make them a transgender i don't know that like you know i would i would think i know that by my own opinion but that maybe there is some study on people or science you know psychologists that can actually who study children can say like this is how a child's brain develops and what influences them and stuff like that and that's what i'm saying like it would be cool to have like a psychologist or 
transgender up here to just we should get like a sex that. therapist or something like that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I also I also don't want to sit here and be you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? I'm 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 an educated person, so I feel like I'm open to be educated on something that I don't know. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? It'll be interesting. And then I can make my opinion on it. You know what I'm saying? On that. Yeah, I think that's what get me so hot about it sometimes because I just don't have enough of an understanding of it. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, you're probably right. Maybe we should get some people in here yeah, for sure. to the sure. contrary opinion and debate a little bit respectfully and see if we could, how we come out on the other side. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I have a question now for both of you. Mm-hmm. What's that? If it's not too personal. No, I no. mean, I know you said got, you both have children, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how would both of y'all feel if at a certain point, like, your children tell you, like, hey, we're transgender? I got asked this question. Um, I think me personally, um, I would, would I be upset about it? Probably, based off of my beliefs now. Mm-hmm. But, like, I would also want my child to be happy, mm-hmm. you know? So mm-hmm. that's why on a part of me, you know, my the most important thing is is my child's happiness. So, like, if that is, I might not, I, I have no choice but to respect it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, um, I think I asked Tommy this the last time, like, you know, but I think I would be a person that, you know, I would try even more to really, really understand and, you know, and maybe even if there's rights or something, you know, I would, I would, I think it would, I think once it's you, it changes the, the, the way you, we look at things, you know, it's kind of yeah. like with black people, you know, you know, I'm sure there's white people that's like, don't let the don't let the niggas in, into the into the store separate fucking fountains till this day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's kind of like you get what I'm saying? It's like if you once you put yourself in that those shoes, you know what I'm saying? You know, it's easy for us to talk about the things, the black issue, because we're black. Yeah, it's yeah. us. It's actually who we are. But, you know, I don't know. I think I would you know, push it to where, you know, my daughter's happy or, you know, my, my two sons are happy. Yeah. I mean, of course I would do my best to do my best in that situation. You know what I'm saying? I would, like Vince said, I would want my kid to be happy, but I believe it's a parent's like, especially a father's like duty to guide his children. You know what I'm saying? And I wouldn't just be like automatically like, okay, you say you're you're a girl. Okay, let's run with it. You know what I'm saying? Let's buy you all pink stuff and I completely affirm your gender choice. You know, I would gently, just like anything he might be confused about, I would gently try to explain to him you know, what I believe to be true as I am his guardian and I am the person who is, you know, in charge of protecting him and guiding him through life. I would try to, because even now, like sometimes, like he's still trying to understand, my son I'm speaking about, he's trying to like understand the world. And I can remember, not his age, but at an age in my life where I was, 
I was coming up with all kind of theories about the world and trying to understand things before I started asking questions, just being a new being in, in the world and stuff, you know, and I'd look at him sometimes and he's just, his mouth is open and he's just observing and like a sponge, he's just absorbing everything and making decisions based on stuff he's seen and stuff, you know, and a while back, he just learned how to say, like, girl, like, machin. And he didn't know how to say, like, younger yet, like, bo- like boy. Mm-hmm. And so he was calling everybody a girl. Like, that's a, he would just see a person in a book and be like, machin, girl. And I'd be like, no, nah, son, that's a boy. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It's a girl and a boy. It's two two of them, you know? He'd be, like, he'd be looking at me like, okay, boy, girl. And I would have to explain it to him a few more times until he realized, like, what a girl look like, you know, in a book, you know, a girl got long hair. She might be wearing pink. She might be doing this, you know. And I think, you know, that's part of my job to, like, help him distinguish, not even, not just between those two things, but in a lot of decisions in, in his development. And he's developing so he don't have the, the mind capacity to make a whole bunch of decisions for himself yet, you know. And that's my duty to, like, help him. Yeah. And guide him through that. And gender is a big part of that. And I think if uh, all these, because it's a lot of parents that like free range parents, you know, they just let their child You're up, run wild, run and wild and do whatever they decide yeah. to do. I'm not that. I'm a helicopter parent, you know. I'm going to make sure he's straight. I'm going to make sure he he keeps his curiosity, but he knows what's but what. But can I say there's parents that are <clears throat> just like that and the child still comes in. Says like you know, hey. I mean, in that up. case, you can't you can't do nothing, but you still did your did your job. Did you your know job. what I'm saying? Yeah, and if sure. if that's how they come to you after that, then it that's just that just is what it is, and I'll accept it at that point. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I know I didn't steer them down the wrong path, or I didn't neglect them in their curiosity and just let them make some some decision that they might regret in the future. You know, I yeah, gave because, them all you the You know, tools. but this this father's out, especially with fathers when it comes to their son when they make these type of choices like they they feel like i wouldn't feel like a failure if i did everything that i was supposed to do because at the same yeah exactly i'm I'm agreeing with you because the same way you know my parents told me i mean it might not have been it ain't no shit like that but like my parents told me not to make certain choices and i still wasn't you know thought i was an adult and i and i did things and whatever you know what i'm saying so i wouldn't feel like a failure if like my child did that and i would definitely want a good explanation and and yeah like you know i would want the happiness yeah i would definitely still love them you know it would be an adjustment to say the least you know what i'm saying but you know i love my kids they're the most beautiful things in the world to me you know so i couldn't just disown them you know yeah i would try my best his parents that do that shit though definitely his parents that do that I'm saying because they believe for real, like strongly, like nah. This I mean, you can still hold your beliefs, but you gotta just love your kids, man. Yeah. Like for sure, yeah, sure. Is there another? Then we got one more topic, or is that was that it? Is everything? I think that was everything. I thought we was gonna talk about you know rest in peace to trouble, man. Oh, trouble, crazy. So he died. Was it today or yesterday? I think it was yesterday or two days ago. Sad though. Yeah, it's sad. He's another rapper that's been... Random, like... They're just dropping like flies, bro. 
They dropping like flies, man. Especially in Atlanta, in the Atlanta area. It's hot right now, right? It's hot. But I think he was like, uh, <clears throat> I think he got killed in, in a girl's place. Like he was visiting a chick. And the guy came in there and just shot him point blank range in the chest. And they Probably. and they uh they caught the guy, right? Or he turned himself in. I think they put out a warrant for him, or he already had a whole bunch of warrants, and then he was wanted for that because he left the girl alive, and I guess she told. So he had to turn himself oh, in. Oh, so it had to have been somebody that they knew then. She told I don't want to speculate too much, but I, I mean, think maybe maybe trouble to- was like smashing somebody else's chick or something, and the dude came home and I mean we'll hear he had that thing. And that's unfortunate, bro. That's sad. I mean, I'm gonna say allegedly because I don't know if that happened, but I would assume like why else would he bust inside a chick house? I mean, it's be it's just be back dooring too. <laughs> yeah, they be setting people yeah. up. That's a common thing. Now. But I think she the one went to the police though. Uh well, you know, like I said, I I don't know too much, but that's uh, this is sad. I ain't heard nothing about him in a long time, though. Like you said, he had that Drake song. The last time I heard him was uh, some. It was I think Fifty Cent had his. He would be having this big party like every year. Okay. And uh, him and Trey. I last time I saw it, it was like him, Trey songs, like a couple of people. That was the last thing. I mean, I only know really one song by him. It's yeah. that um, "Bring It Back" song with him and Drake. He was nice though. I, I, I mean, I'm not saying, I'm not discrediting, I just wasn't, you know. Yeah, I I don't, I'm not was, really though. familiar with most of his music, but the shit I have heard him on, it was cool. Yeah, but, yeah. But he never really, like, blue, blue like that, though. But he probably is now, because that's how rap works. You die, everybody start bumping your music. Nah. Come on, What about bro? Pot Smoke? And if Pot Smoke, everybody, when Pot Smoke was alive, that's how he blew up. He was he was very very popular. He had just then, came it, out, bro. Bro, he blew. He wasn't even halfway out nah, yet. Nah, but he blew up. I remember when it's Pop like Bobby Smurder, <clears throat> like that hot nigga song that came out. He he blew up like yeah, but not, went viral but with that. Welcome to the you party. You can't deny when he died though. Not trying respect the dead and everything, but when he died, that's when shit really went. Yeah, through Yeah, because the roof. I think I, yeah, but I think when the minds, I I think because the mindset of when somebody dies, it's like you you got to think. Especially if you like the artist, right? They're gonna be like, you're gonna be like, oh man, well he's dead. Like, he's not gonna make, obviously not gonna be able to make any more music. Like, can you put like we want to hear more of him? So of course they're gonna play. It's like XX XXX Tintasio. You know, he had music, and it's kind of like you you know you're not gonna hear any more releases because the person is gone. So those labels try to push out. You know, songs by the person, and of course they become some. They become a little more famous, but not every rapper that passes away. Is Everybody like, get a little boost in rap when yeah, they die. They do. Yeah, but the ones that died, Nipsey, mm-hmm. they slept on Nipsey for years. But when he died, they act like he was nah. He won a Grammy after nah, his death. I think Nipsey, nah. Bro, Nipsey, they was they was not giving bro, Nipsey bro. that type of love until he died, bro. Not he, not a, a percentage. But no, but but I'm saying like. I want to say that because during I hold on I, okay. I, I argue this right the Nipsey was like he's been out but he's he's been on the high on the high rise towards it I think that last album that he came out with the songs he was already blown he he's more known for like 
his 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 uh interviews and how he spoke and the but even the interviews they wouldn't they wouldn't posting them clips like that until yeah, he died. Was, all the wisdom. Yeah, I, I, I saw not that. to the not to the extent. Of course, because everybody's he died, so people are. That's my point in rap. When you die, that's the ultimate clout clout upgrade, nigga. So how they that's gonna the talk last, about? That's the last clout upgrade okay, you will ever receive. If you are a good if you are a good artist, yeah, because you see all the time on the uh, world star hip hop like. Rappers who who are not so they're kind of mainstream, but still hood rappers. I mean, you like, gotta have some type of notoriety and shit. You know what I'm saying? You gotta be bubble. If you was bubbling up, and you already completed the an album, and then you tragically pass away, and people was already anticipating you when that shit drop. Of course, it's you a, Tupac, nigga. Yeah, of course, of course, you Tupac. But should it? Don't you think it should be like that? Not necessarily, man. I think, I think people be trying to. You know how when something like when a celebrity die, and everybody posts a picture like they was a super fan of them. Like, oh my god, uh, Morgan yeah, Freeman died. Yeah, but I think I think yeah, Not Morgan, Morgan Freeman's still alive. Yeah, but, well, you know, just, just saying, saying like somebody die and everybody be like they was just on their nuts. I think I don't think it's because they think they're on it. Are they trying to nuts. just get some quick no, likes? I don't likes think that. And shit. I don't everybody think that. gonna like this. I don't think that. I think like. <laughs> I think like uh, for example Nipsey Hussle, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't really listen to Nipsey Hussle. Me like that. either, but I listened to him after. But you I know I know, but I knew who he was. Me too. But it's like it was like it was like kind of like trouble. Like I was when you told me that I was like, damn! Like it's just I think it's more of a shock. You know, it's like it's like how much you want to bet trouble gonna have a number one song on the radio next week, bro? It's like when Virgil. It's like when Virgil passed. They you was know, virtual I, I, was pretty I, I, celebrated already. I, I, I just know, but I'm just saying though, you know, everybody was kind of posting shit too. Like not everybody wearing off white and isn't, you know, but yeah. everybody in that moment. But he was already solidified, but even he got a boost in popularity for like a week after he passed because he a part of the hip hop community and shit. And people just tend to celebrate you when you pass or when you go to prison or when you get out of prison and so if you're Hip-hop a kind of toxic a, man, so if you're kind of a, a public figure, like you know, like let's say Juice World, and mm-hmm. you're a good artist, and you pass away, like why why don't you think that they should be kind of like a good little clout to rep, you know, to celebrate their? I don't think they shouldn't be celebrated. To mourn. I don't That's think they shouldn't be celebrated. I just think a lot of people be fake supporting just to like. It's like a hype. Yeah, it'd be, a, it'd be like a death hype. It's just a little, it disgusts me a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Cause yeah, like, I, I can understand that. I get what you're saying. People just trying to jump on the bandwagon on the last second. Like, oh, this nigga died that I didn't really listen to. Let me go make sure I know a few of his songs so I can have a, have something to talk about when somebody bring him up. When Nipsey Hussle passed, I was kind of like, you know, I was like, you know, I always try to figure out, like, why, why do so many people post him and stuff like that? And then... I looked into him and I was like, damn, like Nigga was dope. He was really dope and like that's what happened with a lot of people though. That's why, you know, that's the effect. Like they go look you up because people like, oh, RIP, nah, but RIP. he was very, he was very uh Yeah, Nipsey was nice with it. He was one of them ones, but people wasn't checking for that when he was alive, is my point. You know what I'm saying? Like other people blew up off of Nipsey though. Like if you had a song a new song with Nipsey, like Rowdy Rich yeah. blew up. I hate to say it, but Rowdy Rich blew up off Nipsey's death nah, because they had that, um, 
they had that one song with the video where they like on around the private jet. You could not go on YouTube without that song, nah, without that video what playing. And Rowdy Rich. That's not what yes, blew bro. I'm telling you. His once I, tell you I never song. heard of Rowdy Rich before. Nah, Nipsey then you're bugging because you're bugging though. You're bugging though because that's that's not that's not true. That's not true. Bro. Of course, of course, when he did a song with a celebrity that's known, you know what I'm saying. I understand, of course, because he was he was on the come up, but he didn't get he wasn't not seen because of Nipsey. That's that's a that's false. Just bro, bro, his breakout <laughs> his breakout song his breakout song was uh was not well, what Nipsey. was his breakout song? His breakout song was uh uh I think it was "Don't Want to Die Young." The that that was his breakout. That song. didn't get no traction until Rex in the Middle came out. Nah, bro. Because I heard, could not go I heard on YouTube. I heard Rowdy Rich before Racks in the Middle, but he didn't. You might, you might have. I'm not, I'm not yeah, disputing yeah. that. But the world was introduced to Rowdy Rich through Nipsey Hussle after you cannot go on, on YouTube after his death and not see a every second video. If you played a music video on YouTube, every second video was a Nipsey Hussle. Um, music video, and it was the first one they played was was the one he got with Rowdy Rich, and everybody got familiar with Rowdy Rich, and and um, there's another dude that it was it was a few videos that you could not go on YouTube and not see. After okay, so what, what, what would you say about like somebody's <coughs> death, like Pop Smoke guy got murdered? How how would you take that? Because I feel like he was getting the, he was getting looks, he was bubbling the up looks. No, when he, he wasn't. Died, he wasn't. When he just died, bubbling. they was acting like he was the greatest of all time or some shit. No, he. I, I tell you this with Pop Smoke in New York, like you gotta also understand. You you know hip hop, yeah, it better than anybody in this room right now. <clears throat> you gotta also understand the regions of hip hop, and when it comes down to New York and Atlanta and stuff like that, New York did not have a sound for a very long time in the music industry until Pop Smoke. Pop Smoke brought a brand new sound to New York. Brand new, though? Brand new. Brand new. He's the only... Listen. That nigga sound like 50 Cent. But he still... But, bro, he still did... Bro, you you can't go... Okay, we got to know that New York is still a big headliner for hip-hop. Yeah. Hip-hop world. Like, once everybody... Even back then, once once you were you were heard in New York, like... And people in New York is fucking with you. It spread. It spread like rapid fire and pop smoke. Like you know, what I'm saying not just because I'm a fan because I, I am obviously a fan, but you know, mm-hmm. I'm also from New York and I know like when you get into these disputes about different artists and who who got it, Atlanta, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Pop smoke definitely now. New York is, is. I'm not denying that he was talented, bro. Like I hear songs of his now, and I was like, damn, this nigga made all this music before he passed, and it was dope. But I remember hearing about Pop Smoke before he passed. And honestly, he seemed like an industry plant to me. Because this dude came out of nowhere. He got features with 50 Cent and Migos. And, like, I never heard of him. But when the first thing I hear of him is he, like, got a song with everybody in the industry and Yeah, shit. because he broke out with the Welcome to the Party shit. And that shit blew that shit. Yeah. It was like it was like, but it was still it was, it was like still Bobby super Sh- fast though. It was like Bobby Schmurder's exactly okay. What happened to Bobby Schmurder? Bobby Schmurder came out with one song, then he got locked up. So we only knew Bobby. Even his hype of him being in prison was like, all we know is hot nigga. Like he was that he, yeah, he was that, that nigga. 
You know what I'm saying? Then he got out. Smoke way more talented than. Yeah, no, I'm just making a point. Like, still with Pot Smoke, he came out with. He's because we we're in this new era of drill, and he's the first industry successful. Because remember, nobody was listening to drill after Chicago and shit like that. The drill scene kind of went away. But his commercial success came from his death, bro. When he died, uh, he they was supported celebrated. him more. Of course, they're gonna support you. I'm not. I'm not. I mean, that's, my, that's my whole point. When you die in hip hop. They, 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 you become Tupac. But I, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, I just think people are celebrating them because it's, it's like, it's, it's a, it's a mourning. It's how fans kind of mourn. Cause you, you don't know the person personally. Yeah. So I feel like that's a way that uh, fans kind of mourn, mourn a, a celebrity's death, you know? Yeah. And knowing that they're never going to come out with another album. unless. But do, you, but do you like posthumous albums though? I don't. Which one? I don't. I I, I don't like like uh, how they just piece it together. And I don't shit. like how I I don't like. For example, like Pop Smoke. Cause that was an artist. I was like, damn. Like he had New York on fire. Like what the fuck? Like you're never gonna hear another song from him. Then they were like, oh, we have we're working on a Pop Smoke album. And a lot of his fans and a lot of people who personally knew him were like, he would have never even really created an album with so many features like that because he his they personality. That, yeah, they said that about uh, XXX. Too. Yeah, his personality was he didn't fuck with a lot of niggas. Like, you know what I mean? So hearing like, who was on that fucking album? And it There's was some hard of, songs on that album, though. Yeah, it, it was hard, but it was just some songs like, it was like, bro, he wouldn't, he probably wouldn't have never really of course, made that but song. The labels, that's another thing I don't like about how they do that shit, too, because the labels still make money off of you. And you dead in the ground and shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like she don't have much to say about <laughs> this topic. So. I'm like, back and forth, like tennis. Right there. But yeah, I totally agree what you said about, like, you know, people blowing up after they die. And mm-hmm. I saw you shaking your You probably didn't know about Roddy Rich until... Um, yeah, same. Like, I know him through after... This Germany. Hey, I feel like hey, Germany's. Don't, don't say that I'm pretty interested you, in music. Oh, you're like, into it. Yeah, you're yeah. into but it. Like, okay. But yeah, like he has a point. It's yeah. It's I mean, it's, of course. I think I think celebrities get a little. You know, they get a little boost because, like yeah. I said, but I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I knew Nipsey Hussle before too. Before he died, I was just not like a hundred percent focused on him, yeah. like you said. But, of course, after that, like, people realize, oh, like you said, there's not going to be any new music anymore. You, like, kind of come to real realization that was it yeah. with that person. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, everything becomes a masterpiece and unique. Exactly. And it's just that person and just that sound and that song forever. Yeah, because you ain't never going to hear you it. You know what other industry kind of works like that? The art industry. Yeah, like, of course. No... Yeah. Like all the famous like painters and shit are dead. Like they, your art don't become like really valuable until you like dead, and it makes your art like collectors' pieces because it's like they like one on ones and they ain't never gonna be created again. I think that's. I think that's. that's, It's a few people now that's kind of changing that. Yeah, because I think I think now uh, art is definitely uh, more because of the. I think the because of the Vincent Van Goghs and the. You know, now art is starting to become more appreciated in the present now. Yeah. Because of like NFTs and, and the world. Which I don't understand. The thing is, things are changing, you know? Because mm-hmm. nobody really, you know, back then when they saw, I'm sure when they saw Vincent Van Gogh painting and shit, they was probably like, the this motherfucker is- crazy. 
Then he like cut his ear off. Yeah, and one of them could have cut their ear off. Yeah, or something yeah. Like it's that. Vincent Van Gogh. But still, no you look modern. look at that Starry Night painting. I don't, underst- I don't understand the whole like Absolutely. splotchy art stuff. Like I respect it, like you say, but because my my mother in law, she's <laughs> an artist, and she does the whole like artistic where she kind of just like throws paint on there, and people be buying it for thousands. Of, People say it's we got it hung up all over the house, you know. Shout out, you know. Yes, you see, Con, you see, Kanye. You heard what Kanye said. He said when he hears beats, he sees it like, like art or some shit. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, you know, some probably people probably see that shit and see like. Uh, but I think no artist of today is like selling like art like that. <laughs> not not like in the millions, like like with the Mona Lisa worth or some shit like that. They might be making some good money, but I think the Mona you got to be crazy and dead. For your art to be like worth like, <laughs> I think with the Mona Lisa NFT. though, it's, it has to do with how 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 old it is. You know, not really. Yeah, it's, like it's with the art, but it's like it was also made so so so. Did long you ago. see like somebody because they got the Mona Lisa in like a museum in at, in somewhere and some and some dude like dressed up as an old man and like went in there in a wheelchair. Like a young dude and like threw a fucking cream pie at the fucking at the Mona Lisa. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, he went. To, he's in jail probably. No, nah, they just let him walk out. <laughs> he was like, I did this. They were probably it's not the real one anyways, bitch. <laughs> no, nah, it was the real it one, the but real one? they had it encased in glass so uh, it didn't get destroyed or nothing. But he was like, I did this for the the animals or some shit like that when he was walking out. <laughs> 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 Think about the animals. <laughs> What the fuck Mona Lisa got to do with the animals? Fucking no. All these fucking Maybe because it was something wild to do, so. Maybe they made the oh, paint fuck. out of fucking animal products or some crazy <laughs> shit. I don't know. But anyway, I think we can wrap it up for the, for this week. We did like two hours. Yeah, what time is it? I don't know. I'm at home, shit. <laughs> yeah, no, I got to say but uh, we appreciate you coming and giving a mature woman's point of view. For sure. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Sure, yeah. That's 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 like what I said. That's the, one of the cool things you uh, you definitely gave a lot of mature answers that we could relate to as being mature men. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, man. I appreciate you coming here too and shit. Thank you, Liddy. Yeah, yeah. You want to shout out your Instagram or? TikTok or anything uh, like that. It's cool. I'm okay. not about the hype. I have to ask everybody that, you know. Yeah, for sure. That's fine. Yeah, man. But this has been uh episode twenty. Quote goats, you know what it is, man. We'll see y'all next week. See y'all on TikTok. You know what I'm saying? Um keep subscribing, keep following. Yeah, we running it up. We Run on the road up. to sixty sixty K on TikTok right now. You know, we like twenty five million views in. And it's a good feeling. And, uh, you know, watch the comments, though. Y'all about to get us kicked yeah. the fuck off of TikTok, Damn. man. <laughs> Stop being such savage, oh, man. People are so fucking crazy in the in the comments, man. But it's kids watching. <laughs> exactly. But, yeah, man. See y'all next week. We appreciate it. Peace. Out. Yo, if you enjoyed this podcast, you already know what to do. And if you don't know what to do, I'm going to tell you what to do. Hit that subscribe, hit the bell icon, and give us a like. Because it's the Quote Go Podcast, man. You can't you can't go wrong. Tune in every weekday, 6 o'clock, Friday, full episodes on YouTube and Spotify. Hit us up on the Instagram. Give us topics. And we appreciate it, man. Quote Goes Podcast. We out. <laughs>